Yo, 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 what's up you guys and welcome. I go by the name Arnold and you're listening to the Making Sense Podcast. What up guys, welcome to another episode of the Making Sense Podcast, I go by the name Arnold. So in today's episode, we'll get into the review of The Batman, right? So this is a whole new movie, this is not a sequel, it will probably be named a reboot, meaning that it's a whole new take, a brand new movie, it's a whole new, completely different cast, the story is different, and the movie was just released like about one week ago, right? So... I will give you guys straight up before we get into full details. I will say this. This movie is probably, and this is probably like just maybe not controversial, but it's kind of a hot take. But I've seen the movie once. And although the one teeny tiny bit of criticism I could give is that it's a teeny tiny bit too long. This is one of the greatest, probably top two best movie about the character of batman i've seen in my life and when i'm saying the top two i would say it's as good as the batman knowing that it's like the first introduction of this new take of the batman like this new completely new outlook by you know matt reeves and robert pattinson so for a first movie i would say that it is a really really great movie that's probably one of the movie i really i enjoyed the most in his like as far as like dc project since peacemaker peacemaker is more a tv show but as far as movies that's probably one of the greatest dc movies i've seen since the dark knight rises so it kind of just you know like i said set the tone for a whole new universe like to me that movie was so great because they were able in that specific movie like i said we'll get into specifics later but they were able to capture the essence of what the batman is right this rawness this toughness this you know it's really brutal and scary take on the batman like he's really like he's really strikes he really strikes fear in the heart of all the criminals in gotham city right he's in a way, he's a little bit unhinged, meaning like all the people, like it's almost like he's as crazy as the people he fight every night. You know, like w- when you see the first opening sequence and, you know, you see that whenever people see the bat signal in the sky and they say that it's not even, you know, it's not even a call, but it's more like a warning. And all the criminals, whenever they see that the signal, they start losing their mind and everybody's scared. They're looking at the shadows because he's like a creature, right? So it's like... To me, like I said, that movie is like incredible. So let's get into specifics, right? So this is the first chapter, like I said, like a really promising new saga, like this whole new take on the Dark Knight, right? I I don't even believe that they really call him like a a Dark Knight. I would call him like the creature avengers, like avengeful creature, right? Because that's really what it is. Like the Batman in this movie, as far as like the mythology... He's not really a knight. He's not the one that the experienced one that we've seen different adoration. He's really kind of a still fresh and kind of brand new rookie Batman. But at the same time, he's really brutal and he really like back down for nobody, right? He goes into fights. He has really little to no space to compromise. He has this weird 
and really one-dimensional way of looking at what's just and what is it, what's justice and what isn't justice. You know, at, at the beginning of the movie, he has this one way to look at criminals. And as the movie moves forward, you know, when he learns all this stuff about his father, it kind of completely shifts his outlook on what justice is to the point that by the end of the movie it's almost like a whole brand new character that's being set up for a sequel right so it's like i said this is the first time we get that much screen time for like an adoration of the batman meaning it's like in most movies we see the batman is supposed to be the alter ego of bruce wayne right but in this specific movie Bruce Wayne is really taking the back seat and the Batman is front and center. I've, I wasn't able to, obviously, because that was a movie theater, but I couldn't tell you there's probably less scenes, not probably, there's like way much less scenes that features Bruce Wayne, like Robert Pattinson, Bruce Wayne, than the Batman. The Batman is really, the movie is really about the Batman. It's not about Bruce Wayne, right? It's about who the Batman is, what he does, what he stands for, and him fighting the corruption in the city of Gotham, right? So, it's a really well-written and complex story about corruption, redemption, about just, you know, being able to, if not forgive, but to look past some stuff and accepting your past and looking towards the future, right? So this version of the Batman is really tortured, right? It's something that we've never seen. It's like I said, he uses like the the, the element or like the the scary. He uses the shadows really well. Like he's a creature of the shadows. Like he, like I said, all the sequences when you see like creeping off, like especially like the opening sequence when you see him creeping out from like the darkness and you just you just see just you just see him emerging from the shadows and all the the criminals are just literally terrified this movie i would say is probably the best portrayal of how unhinged the character of the batman is right it's not something that we've quite seen in other adoration meaning in this one you can really tell that there's something wrong with him especially when he's bruce wayne when he takes he takes off the mask he doesn't care about dying. All he cares about is just, you know, he has this weird obsession with, you know, fighting criminals. In a way, some might say it's a way for him to kind of cope with the trauma of seeing his parents getting killed. Or if it's just, you know, an excuse for him to lash out on criminals. Because there is this theme about all the pain that Batman felt, that Bruce Wayne felt when his parents die, he makes a point of inflicting that pain to anybody who crosses path with him. Like I said, he really doesn't take any type of like sweet approach. You see when he goes to the club and trying to get answers, he beats the answers out of everybody. Like I said, it's a really brutal and really like intense version of the Batman. To me, that's one of my favorite adoration because if you look at the characters as far as in the comics, who he was in the beginning, right? And I feel like they kind of teased it, teased that element at the end where he kind of understand that he has to become something more than just vengeance. But in the big most for like most part of the movie, he's really out for revenge. Like like it says well, like he says when he introduced himself and somebody asks him who he is, he is vengeance. That's what drives him. Like he doesn't have, he's not really driven by justice, by, you know, trying to do the right thing. Like I said, it's really about vengeance. 
So that version is really psychotic, right? Like I said, they, they, it's hard at first. Like he's really scary. And that's something that they've done a really good job capturing like this creature, this vengeful creature. He's really scary and brutal, right? The side of Bruce Wayne is like I said, really emotionally scarred, you know, by the death of his parents. He doesn't really, he has this own twisted code, meaning in his weird way, he kind of feels like he's doing the right thing. But you see when Selena Kyle is kind of worrying about his friend, he doesn't really show any type of empathy because in his mind, anything associated with crime, and if bad things are happening with anybody associated with crime, they pretty much deserve it. And his own outlook on those type of elements, they only change once he realized that his own father that he put on the pedestal was kind of probably this something that was deemed that could have been deemed as either controversial or just legit criminal right so so this new version of batman he really doesn't trust nobody right i feel like the closest people that are to him in the beginning of the movie is jim gordon because it's the kind of the only cop in gotham that he can actually rely on because everyone else is either corrupt or they don't you know it's like a mutual thing meaning they don't really trust him either but this whole his whole like new persona is someone that has like n literal like no to like zero trust to anybody meaning whether it's like like i said uh even jim gordon is the individual that he trusted like the most and he doesn't really trust him like that and the other one is alfred and the relationship with alfred was also really interesting because for once they have a really weird of all the the movies of all the tv shows that i've seen adoration of the relationship between bruce wayne and batman that it's usually a father son or even just you know someone who's like take care of like the kid and then they still have this like loving relationship it seems like in this movie he doesn't really like alfred at least in the beginning he kind of says a lot of like mean things to him saying like you're not my father you're not a wayne or whatever and he's really tough on him but i felt like that was the point of the movie this whole new take on bruce wayne and especially on the batman is that he doesn't it's only him and his crusade against crime and he doesn't really have time to do bruce wayne stuff meaning the batman has taken over his life his persona all he does and think about is batman related things and it's almost like in a way the bruce wayne like the, the individual bruce wayne died the day his parents got killed in front of him in the alley and the batman pretty much took over Meaning that it's only him, that it's only Batman things that he does. In a way, it's like he's losing himself in the costume, in the Batman, like in this creature that takes over vengeance. The one thing that drives him, it's really the only thing that he can think about. And anything that has to do with being who he is, meaning Bruce Wayne, he could care less. There's another thing that I thoroughly enjoyed about this movie is the detective side of Batman, right? It's something that we have not seen as weird as it is because that's mostly like Batman is known as being the, no, the greatest detective in the world. 
if you aside from maybe Sherlock Holmes in the history of like whether it's literature in the pop culture the Batman is known as being the greatest detective alive and we never got to touch on that side of the character but this movie it's really a whole a big investigation from the beginning to end and we really able to get to see like how smart and um, just like you know thorough the Batman is how well he's able to either gather clues or put the clues together and the whole reflection in a weird way he could have been a detective you know in a way so you you we really get to tap in this whole new side of the Batman meaning you really see him you know interrogating people whether it's just a penguin whether it's Selena Kyle Catwoman whether it is Carmen Falcone seeing him trying to get the answers from other people was really interesting because like i said it's not something that we've seen and that was really well done right so another thing that i loved about the character was the use of like the toys the gadgets whatever you want to call it i felt like they, they haven't done too much because like i said this is a pretty new take adoration of the character of the batman so although he is still really like like i said he's still really new but the fact that he's able to use stuff like you know he doesn't have the bat wings that allows him to fly i feel like it's way much more tactical and practical but all of the tool that he uses kind of felt grounded in reality meaning it's not he's not using anything crazy you know like explosive or whatever stuff that allow him to just you know cut through metal and stuff it's still practical and it's believable and that's another point about the movie that i really liked it's like the movie is so grounded like i felt like you can only compare it to the the dark knight like the batman begins the dark knight and the dark knight rises in the way that it almost felt like the batman could be in our society right if you look at the city at Gotham, Gotham is, and is his own thing and I would definitely touch on that. But like you could actually feel like the Batman is in some way with us, right? I don't think it's that crazy to picture Batman to be in a city in America. Like whatever, I don't know what city exactly it's like based on. But like just, I don't know, let's say like Detroit or something. Like Detroit or in a city like maybe New York, maybe New York or a town like this. But they did such an amazing job of like grounding the story and the characters to the point that all of that is almost believable. You see, the Riddler, he's not using crazy tech, he's not having no crazy powers, and even even with his, you know, none of that is like beyond the realm of possibility. Meaning, someone in like someone in this day and age could actually do it. That's, that's how great it is because you could actually picture that whole story taking place in our society. So in that way, it was really grounded. Even with the suits, it's like it's almost like he has a bulletproof, like a metal bulletproof vest, but he's still taking hits. He's still taking damage. He's a really raw, unique style of fighting, meaning he doesn't really, it's not really about dodging and just, you know, just punching people he takes damage but he inflict more damage that he received that's pretty much his whole like strategy when it comes to fighting that was like and most of the action scenes were like blew my mind so the city of gotham right again i'm making a lot of comparison because that's why in my opinion the movie is so great and probably the best one so far because this is the first time that we get an actual accurate portrayal of gotham right 
Gotham in many TV shows, like in the especially in the comics, it's a city where like it's chaos, right? The criminals they took they took over, meaning it's either the mob or even the corrupt government officials, and you see corruption is another theme in the movie, meaning that's always been a given in Gotham, meaning that as much as the Batman is able to do, you will still have people who just, you know, by being trapped in this kind of a never-ending bad cycle, will always being able to just, you know, feel like temptation and just you know take bribes and do look the other way when crime is happening and in this specific movie you could literally see the level of corruption and just how far it goes every stage in society every domain whether it's the law the like the the, the police and even just you know the uh, charities corruption touches everything it's in a way it's like the cancer of gotham city in a way the roots of many many of gotham problem is the corruption you know so many official so many officials and you know government politicians are just you know under the thumb of one guy who is common falcone and by just him bribing all these people there's so much that goes on unpunished and unchecked that's why the city always needed someone like Batman, someone who could be uncorruptible, if that's a word, or someone like Jim Gordon who will do his job no matter what. So that again was a central piece in the depiction or the portrayal of the city of Gotham. You know, the, the criminals are also another really interesting and important point of the city, meaning in this movie, you have like many villains. You know, you have the penguin, but the penguin it's still a really early take on the character. And I believe they have like a show, a HBO, HBO Max TV show that they will do focus on the character of the penguin. You have also the Riddler, and the, the Riddler was to me another great point of the movie, meaning this is one of the greatest character that I've seen meaning Paul Dano, that's the actor who plays on the Riddler, he was able to not only to give us a faithful portrayal as far as like the essence of who the Riddler is, but he was really grounded in reality, but he was, but that's what made him really scary to me because there is like, you know, kind of the, like the Zodiac, if you've, you've watched the movie, like the Zodiac, like the Zodiac movie, and as far as like the criminal, there is really a lot of like that element, meaning he's a real psycho and a real threat, but also torture individual and is in, in a weird way. If he, he feels that what he's doing is justice and you know, you could argue that yes, he's only going after quote unquote the bad guys, although he definitely wants to kill Bruce Wayne and Bruce Wayne hasn't done uh, anything bad to him, but he makes a point of you know highlighting the corruption of the city and that's pretty much because of him if all of that that's whole the whole thing about just like this whole corruption scandal is being uncovered because he gives all these clues by killing people yeah and he giving all these clues to the batman it's in a weird way it's like it feels like batman and him the like two sides of the same coin it's like on one hand, you got the Batman who, yes, he's really brutal, super violent, but he still 
has like a line and the Riddler is the same way. It's just that he really crosses that line, meaning he kills people. And I feel like that's one of the realization that the Batman had towards the end of the movie, seeing how people perceived him and there wasn't a real difference between him and the Riddler because they were both faceless vigilantes. People who just doing whatever they want and just, you know, and by obeying by their own code, just, you know, afflicting or just following their own sense and sometimes twisted version or vision of what justice is. And that was really interesting to see the parallel between the Riddler and the Batman. Two of them, they're both kind of, although, you know, the Riddler is really a criminal serial killer, but both of them are considered as vigilantes, right? And now let's talk about, to me, one of the highlight of the movie, Catwoman, played by Zoe Kravitz. To this day, that is the best portrayal of the character. If I take into consideration all the other adoration of the character, whether it was Emma Hathaway or Michelle Pfeiffer, they did like, I felt like an okay job. And sometimes even when it comes to Michelle Pfeiffer, that was a, a really good job. But this new take on Celine and Cal was absolutely mesmerizing. And I felt like Zoe Kravitz really owned the character, meaning she was able to balance, you know, the really vulnerable and interesting side of Selena Kyle while also adding a more, you know, powerful and really, you know, both layered and complex side to the character. She definitely was the love interest with of Batman, but she wasn't you no know, the cliche demoiselle in detresse, meaning she was she never needed saving. She actually needed saving from herself. She was able to embody what the character of like Celine and Kyle was. She's really independent in a way, but she really won't back down in order to get what she wants. So it's kind of funny that she, instead of just being like just a, a thief, I mean, she still is kind of a thief in the movie, but she's really out for revenge. And that's one of the theme of the movies again. All of these people, they're all rooted by revenge, vengeance, right? Batman wants to get vengeance because of the individual who killed his parents. The Riddler wants to get revenge and vengeance because he was abandoned as an orphan and all the money that should have been allocated to take care of him and the other orphans were really just, you know, used to bribe and just to do all type of illegal activities and Selena Cal wanted revenge for a friend being killed because you know she was involved with a uh, corrupted and crooked a corrupted and crooked politicians so all these characters they're really united by the spirit and by the idea of just trying to get revenge and a couple of characters they're able to move past it Batman is able to move past it and towards the end, Catwoman as well, th because of, thanks to the help of the Batman, right? So, Selina Cal was, to me, the greatest character, especially with the plot twist, having her being the daughter of Carmen Falcone, which I had no, I had no idea, like, that was actually... I don't... Because I've read comics, but I've never... I, I, I remember watching a movie. I think... I believe that was the Hush... The Batman Hush movie and there was something like this, her being the, the daughter of like one of the, the mob bosses. But that specific movie was to me a great way to introduce a new take on Selena Cal, meaning she was really 
um out for revenge and blood she could actually fight and the way she was moving and she 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 was really an ally of batman but at any point she could potentially turn against him and having the two dynamic and the love of the the romance between those two characters i felt like that's one of the reason why the movie worked so much because you had great chemistry between batman and catwoman and both of them were able to tap to kind of see each other behind the mask if that makes any sense meaning she was kind of able to bring back a little bit of uh humanity in bruce wayne and he was able to stop her from crossing the line and becoming something that she probably didn't want to become which is you know a murderer so those two characters to me like that that dynamic was really well done and super interesting to see on the screen and closely i will say this movie like i said that movie the batman is to me one of the greatest batman movie i would definitely say top two i would still have to put the dark knight first because you know that's to me that's the dark knight but i would definitely put that movie second because for a first for an introduction of a whole new saga i don't know it's a franchise i don't know how many movies that they'll probably do but for them to have that to have put that much effort like it, it almost feels like it's a standalone movie meaning if they if they were to not to make a sequel i feel like the movie even works that way they they re were really able to capture all the things that made the batman great i felt like that was a refreshing take as well like i said tapping in the more detective side of the batman instead of just him being a vigilante but just you know re having him really use his brain to solve cases to solve like you know murder cases kind of reminds me of the batman hush uh a movie and comic meaning just you know there's a, a series of crimes and event that happens and there's this guy who's supposed to be like responsible for all of that stuff tease at the end you know seeing the riddler at arkham with what most likely will be the joker was also really interesting but aside from that you know the gcpd gotham batman this new take of the batman i felt like everything kind of was glued up glued together to give us like a wonderful and really enjoyable movie so you know that's my take on the batman movie well that's pretty much it for today folks i hope you guys enjoy listening to this episode at least as much as i did making it uh if you haven't please go and subscribe to the podcast i'm available on apple Podcasts, spotify amazon music Podchaser, and i am also available on deezer if you haven't as well guys please go and subscribe to my facebook page it's called the making sense podcast and yeah that's pretty much it for today thank you guys so much for the support don't hesitate to leave me with this review or comment i would appreciate it a lot and yeah peace